This is Heavy Conversation with Bruce and Jody, a podcast where we talk about being a big guy in today's world. I'm Bruce. And I'm Jody. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. What's up, Bruce? Hey, Jody. Do you do you ever have those times where you get on a uh, on a Zoom call and you see uh, the the video of yourself and you suddenly realize, man, I need a haircut or God, I need a in my case yep. beard trim. I'm like, yep, yep, look like a mad scientist. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's, it's time. Wintery time. It's you got to grow it out. You That's right. Brush it down and. It it is it's that time of year and Aim I just feel beast. like I've been going like <laughs> nonstop. So it is you know it's, it seems like a little bit more this year than it has in a couple of years past. It's a lot of go go go, which is fine. It really does. There's a lot going on. Yes, yes, there is. Yes, there is. But <sighs> even though there's a lot going on, we still have to take the time to do one of our favorite yearly episodes, which yes. is best. Best of 2022. Yes. Y'all yes. ready? Y'all ready for this? Yeah. So we do this. We do this every year, and we cover a lot of uh, a lot of different areas. Um, the one thing I think we want to throw out here is that um, uh, we are not uh, we're not critics. You know, we <laughs> sure I might review some things on Chubster, that kind of thing. But we're we're really talking about the things that we loved over the course of the year yeah and, yeah and as i i don't know if it was this way for you but as i was putting this together i kept finding more and more things and it kept getting longer and longer so <laughs> i was I, trying to keep my list because i know that you normally have quite a bit and i'm like what's just my top couple things like you know i'm not trying right. to you know but like you said it's like what things we enjoyed we really liked over the year over the past year exactly um you know it's not like like sometimes i look at those best of lists and i'm like i don't know any of these things right Am I that like under a rock or something like what is happening i don't know any of these people i don't know any of these songs or whatever well, it is the, that's the thing is it's like just trying to keep up with the sheer amount of content that comes out like <laughs> when we get to the tv section there are absolutely things that either number one we haven't watched or mm -hmm. that uh you know we just haven't gotten through or whatever there's so much exactly. that comes out so <laughs> you know it's it's you're always kind of playing catch up so you have to just choose what you like and go with it yeah and i for yeah i'm trying to get out of the rut of the same watching the same things all the time but yeah i'm gonna that's enough for another episode maybe our new year's episode we'll talk about that but yeah it's all about yes. what we liked what we fancied in 2022 absolutely so it feels like i'm gonna also throw out that uh, as far as movies i did not see a lot of movies like apparently <laughs> of anything that i could really remember that stood out to me i've got like one on the list so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's for me i i definitely there were more tv shows and and a lot more music a lot more music so yeah you know so it's weird because I, I felt like i felt like i watched most of my movies at home so i don't always remember that those were like new movies that came out this year right so it's always yeah. like oh i didn't go to the theater that much but i did watch new movies streaming or whatever but like i can't always remember that those came out this year or like, well, that's yeah, 
that's the thing i i went back and i was like okay i know that i've seen more than one movie in 2022 so <laughs> exactly. what have i seen and so i went and i was looking at lists and i'm like i haven't seen any of this stuff so what did i watch i don't right? I, I don't know that's all like... i was doing was watching stuff this year <laughs> right right <laughs> so without further ado uh should we start with tv shows you think sure yeah let's let's start it off with tv all right. Uh, what do you have? What's on your list? Um, so one of my favorite uh, shows was Hacks uh, with Gene Ooh. Smart. Um, I just thought it was, I don't know, I just really enjoyed sort of the, I don't know, almost kind of behind the scenes look at like a famous person touring, you know, doing that kind of thing. But I, what I also liked was... Um, since I lived in Vegas for a couple of years, like always when shows are set in Vegas, I'm always like looking at behind, like any outdoor scenes or anything like that, trying to figure out where they were or was that actually filmed in Vegas or just in California somewhere. So um, it was kind of fun that way. But I also really enjoyed that. Uh, oh, I can't remember the assistant's name. Uh, shoot. who The two main characters, I really enjoyed their banter and their like back and forth and how their their relationship developed and changed and was weird and yeah it was a good it, it right. was a really good show it was really good yeah yeah i i agree man that that was a it was a great show i gene smart just kills it i mean she was so mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. good and this season the way that they ended it i really thought that it was done and mm-hmm. It's not. They're coming back for a no, season I know. three. I did. I was like, wait, there is a season? Because I was looking it up again <laughs> just to see who all was in it. And um, they were like, oh, season three. I was like, wait a minute. It seemed yeah. pretty wrapped up at the end of the last season. So right. whatever. I, I would have been happy if they ended it there, but I'm happier that they're coming back. Yeah. So Yeah. yeah, yeah. One more time. So uh, top of my list for uh best shows there are a few that i've really liked but man uh the bear on hulu oh yeah um oh i didn't man it was that good one. but yeah it's it's it started uh, off really well it was almost phenomenal. a little too real for me because i worked in lots of kitchens and restaurants and stuff and i'm like this is bringing back like ptsd of getting yelled at by the chef and <laughs> like craziness going on back there and you're just like then you put on a happy smiley face everything's fine when you go out to see customers <laughs> totally and it, it really i've i've heard that from a lot of people who worked in food service or worked in kitchens that yeah it was it it uh hit close to home and so if you haven't seen it or heard of it it's uh it's basically it's a show about a um an, an international chef he's a he's a basically celebrated kind of chef who who does you know really high-end work uh his brother who lives in Chicago uh, dies and he comes home to take over the family business, which is a restaurant that uh, is a lot more uh, lowbrow than the, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like fancy French kitchens he was working in uh, before. And so it's a lot of him like dealing with uh, the loss of his brother, um, why his brother took his own life uh, also dealing with his own baggage and a lot of things that, yeah. uh, uh, that led him to leave in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, this show is phenomenal. Like I just, I don't know. It, I went into it not expecting, uh, not expecting a lot. Mm-hmm. I guess you know, and happened to see like an ad for it or something, and 
watched it when I think the whole thing was was already out. And so um, it stars uh, Jeremy Allen White, who was on Shameless. He was the older brother from uh, from Shameless. Um, mm-hmm. There are some other people that uh, that you would uh, uh, recognize from the show as well, including Maddie Matheson. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. who yeah who who was on the show it's great man i mean it's just like this this guy this younger guy just comes back and he takes over his family's uh sandwich shop and kind of makes it work and it goes through this whole (laughs) process of of the year and just how he's how he is internalizing everything that's going on in his life and yeah uh, i mean it's man it's it's so good i definitely can't do it justice talking about it here but i highly highly recommend it even like you know, kitchen shows and stuff like that. That's something that I would, that would be my first choice to watch, but man, mm-hmm. I feel like hands down for me, it was my, my favorite show of the year. Yeah. So. They definitely did a really good job. And it's just like all that drama that comes with like moving back home and dealing with all those past relationships and family drama and the dynamics or whatever. Yeah. It was, it was really good. And I, the one thing that I always found um, fun or like there was like a couple of things that happened in the kitchen is like the people were like drinking out of these like to go these weird containers that I I'm like we anyone in the kitchen was always drinking out of weird containers all the time and I don't know if that's like <laughs> some sort of thing that happens at like some sort of chef school or something but yeah, there was just weird little huh. tweaks or weird little things like that, how people act towards each other. And there was always weird, you know, games that people were playing in the kitchen or like trying to trip someone up or like, sure, you know, whatever weirdness going on. in the yeah, there was always something going on and or yeah, there'd be there... some crazy blow up about something happening or whatever and you're like oh jesus (laughs) they really yeah they really captured the personalities in in an interesting way and i did read that jeremy allen white the main the main character he uh spent a lot of time before the show started filming just like learning how to like how to chop things you know how uh, how to do a lot of the things that you're going to do when you're in a kitchen. So, mm-hmm. well, yeah, it's that's good because yeah, he was supposed to be this got to know high end chef, so he better know how to at least chop an onion and <laughs> do whatever. Yes, yes, yeah, very good show. I definitely on Hulu, that. so watch it. Oh yeah, yes, that's yeah. I always forget where the shows are. I think I've talked about that before. I'm like, I'll get start. I think it's probably one of like that with Bear. Like it's on Hulu, yep. and then i'm on netflix or amazon all the time and then i kind of forget about it because it's on another thing yeah right yeah yeah what else is on your list um my other one i put was andor i really enjoyed that i you know i'm not a big um star wars aficionado where i know all the backstories and side plot you know i don't know all that stuff but i just really enjoyed this one as like a sort of standalone thing for me um I've really been waiting for Mandalorian so um which is coming but I definitely did enjoy Andor as kind of a a separate thing because it was like and I'm getting it confused in my head now with um Obi-Wan as well because I watched that which yes. I thought was good so right yeah but I like the little side stories off of the main like thing that we're used to from Star Wars movies um, totally yes yeah 
it's in the uh, same world same universe kind of stuff yeah i like that andor has <laughs> no right to be as good as it is <laughs> like it is it is it is so good i was there was something that i was reading after i had seen a few episodes and it really started to uh uh to gain some momentum where they were talking about how it was like prestige TV for star Wars, you know, oh. where it's basically like, you know, game of Thrones is this kind of, you know, high end prestige TV or breaking bad or better call Saul or something. And that, that Andor is like a step in that direction in a way that star Wars has never been before. And it's there, there are no, uh you're not seeing people using the force it's not lightsabers it's not all that <laughs> kind of spectacle that you always get from star wars yeah it's basically like the beginning of the rebellion and it's so so much of that show uh is focused on this um horrible suppressive uh regime um holding people down and and uh, ruling with fear and how people deal with that and it feels real like there are parts of it yeah that, what does that, that sound really like? hmm. exactly <laughs> and i mean and even like they're thinking about like you know the nazis during world war ii and how uh, you know mm -hmm. getting through that i mean there 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 are parallels with so many things and it's it's really interesting the way that they that they show what it's like for regular people and i've said it before but man just getting shows that that don't just focus on uh you know the the one chosen hero who will save them all but mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. that focus on the rest of of yeah. a world they've built that's that's yeah. that is appealing to me so they the actors are phenomenal uh mm -hmm. i mean stellan skarsgård it's he's <laughs> he's he kills it he kills it so that is if you're not a big star Wars fan and you get tired of all the, you know, Skywalker lightsaber uh -huh, uh -huh. stuff, which I mean, I love that too, but this is, if, if these kind of franchises really want to grow and expand and do more, they need to do more stuff like this. They need to be mm -hmm. willing to step out of kind of what they've built and do something additional. And I, and I think Andor, I think Andor killed it. It was, yeah. it's definitely my favorite star Wars thing this year. Mm -hmm. and i really like diego he I, that actor playing yes and or guy he, yeah yep i don't know i just like his accent's kind of cool and like yeah yeah he did really good yeah there yeah was just, diego there was so Luna many and so many good things in that and this is so so Andor it is like the lead up it's like the prequel to rogue one basically so if you haven't if you haven't seen rogue one <laughs> or if you haven't you liked that and you haven't watched Andor you should definitely watch it because it does show how this character uh, who has an interesting arc in Rogue One uh, gets started. And it's not just about him. It's also about this, the, this whole, the, the resistance, you know, mm -hmm. this, the, the rebels and kind of how they get started. And mm -hmm. it is not as cut and dry as maybe, you know, when we watched star Wars as kids and thought yeah. about it as, as that was, it's uh, it's kind of, it's messy. And there's a yep. lot to it. And yeah, it is. I, I, I loved it. It was great. Yeah. I, I so, hope there's more, uh, more to that somehow, but I don't know how they, but yeah. Yeah. I I'm absolutely sure we're going to get another season of Andor. I don't know if they've uh, announced it yet or not, but I can't imagine that we don't. So, yeah. um, 
that was definitely on my list. Uh, also on my list is uh, Barry on HBO. So, okay. uh, oh, also Andor is on Disney Plus. So oh, yeah, check sorry. that out there. Uh, Barry on HBO uh, is basically about this uh, this guy who uh, it's kind of like a it's a dramedy, I guess, and it's okay. about a um, a guy that uh, is basically a hitman. He um, he was in the military, got out, had a specific set of skills, and uh, <laughs> uh, he's a a hitman oh, yes. who lives okay. in L.A who also wants to be an actor. And uh, the third season came out after uh, quite a, um, you know, quite, quite a wait because of COVID. And so um, it stars Bill Hader from Saturday Night Live, who is phenomenal. Man, he's just like, he, he's such, he's a great actor. Um, uh, a really solid director as well and uh probably cinematographer i mean this guy you can tell that he has uh really researched um film because some of these episodes there there's one that has this uh i mean there there are a ton i absolutely recommend this show and and like when it first came out it says 2018 um they know, really leaned into a, the comedy I thought that was an older show <laughs> yeah yeah they leaned into the comedy in, in a way that was really that was uh that was fun and uh, i mean it's a dark show so you know henry winkler is also in it phenomenal oh uh, okay yes he is the uh the acting teacher gene Cousineau. and so oh. uh yeah so it's uh it has definitely gone from you know being dark comedy to this season was dark i mean okay. it took a it took an interesting turn that you don't see a lot of shows that are like this take where there's still, there was still definitely comedy. I mean, for, for sure in this season, but it went dark and it kind of, you know, TV shows that talk about that, that feature uh, main characters that do dark things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, they tend to find a way to make you like them and make you kind of you know as a viewer be like oh well yeah. you know just to kind of you know not really think about what they've done and and you know they it's they're able to deal with people in a way that if you knew if you knew about them in real life you would dislike them but you're when you're watching you're just kind of like oh okay well they kind of i felt like they turned it on on its head a bit in the third season and made you really look at barry and what what he has done uh, definitely how he got there and why he got why he does what he does mm -hmm. um which he doesn't want to do i don't think that's giving too much away yeah uh, if you haven't seen it <clears throat> um it's really interesting and they made it like oof, you you don't i don't know i i didn't i didn't like him as much <laughs> by the end of the third season which i think was the point and the way the third season ends, like uh, another show we just talked about, Hacks, uh, I mean, it should be the end of the show, but there yeah. is another season coming. Uh, there are scenes in this show that are just so good. There's this, there's this <laughs> dirt bike chase on the LA interstate that is oh, okay. one of the greatest scenes. I mean... 
I don't remember now if it's like if it was shot in one take or what, but the entire thing, uh, <laughs> there's no music. Uh, it's it's just like this. It, it's like nothing I had ever seen before. Okay, this show, it's great. Bill Hader is great. Everybody in the show is really really solid. Um, Noho Hank, uh, played by Anthony Kerrigan, is uh, uh, he's he's kind of like a, a criminal with a specific. Uh, cartel who's got a really interesting uh pretty funny and compelling story and you really end up liking this this guy in particular but okay. barry is the kind of show that you don't see that often so i highly recommend that as well i'm i can't it's hard to imagine where they're going to go with it for the next season but i'm there very nice it it reminds me of dexter i don't know if you ever watched that kind yes. of like it's similar where it's like he has like a day job kind of thing, but he's also doing this really, he's killing people on the side or whatever. Right. I, right. I really, I, yeah. 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 There's definitely those, those parallels there and they, uh, uh, they, they kind of take it in an interesting direction. Nice. I'll have right. to maybe check that out again. Yes. I think I'm getting All thirsty right. already, Bruce. Uh, it feels like time. It does. I'm a little thirsty already. So what do you have since we're doing our best of 22, I looked on my untapped list and I sorted all the beers that I have had this year and I sorted them by my rating. And of course, uh, my favorite Black Butte Porter was on the list again this year. Um, so I had to get that. Um, it's kind of a an annual favorite for me this time of year. Uh, it's a Deschutes Brewery. Black Butte Port Imperial Porter, excuse me. Nice. Um, it's a porter brewed with chocolate, coffee, vanilla, milk, sugar, and aged in bourbon barrels. So it'll knock you on your butt if you're not careful. Ooh, yeah. Um, that is the remember. perfect seasonal beer. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Let's see. <clears throat> um, where did it go? But it's always one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. I always love this one. Um, but my other one that was up there on the list was that horchata yeti that I had not that long ago. Oh, yeah, which right, right. I almost got again, but I was like, I just had that, and I haven't had a black beet porter this year or since. Very nice winter time of this year. So right, but I'm, that's what I have today. Perfect. What do you got? So I have a a, a special beer, a special to me beer. It is uh, uh, Stone Brewing has uh, put out a 12 days of ipa box oh oh nice and um yes yeah, so, and so i started the box at the beginning of december <laughs> and uh you know i'm somewhere i'm i've got i think i'm a few days behind now but uh oh geez i pulled yeah i pulled out one of the beers on that list and it is uh it's called fear movie lions hazy double ipa so yes it is uh uh it is a hazy double ipa it is 8.5 percent and wow. uh, apparently the name comes from a three by three square in stone's richmond virginia <laughs> brewery that has those three words painted on it and um i just see fml which means something else in like yes messaging. right i was like oh right okay. right so there's a, there's a whole uh, explanation of of what of what it is. It's uh, it's called what three words is 
uh, a global addressing system to bring locations to the previously unlocatable. Inspired by the positive impact of this system, they decided to name this IPA after a three meter square in the brewery where it was created. Um, yes. So I don't know what any of that actually means. I know. I was like, that, but it says what three words pinpoint where this incredible beast was born. The location is printed on the can, but you have a bottle. So I don't know. Oh, man. Whew. It is. Um, it's got a, a 60 sweet. IBU. Yeah, you know, it's a little sweet. sweet. It's a little little hoppy. Um, man, it's actually really good. It's got, got a little something else going on in there. Something uh I'm trying to remember if I've had any stone brewing. Yeah, a little, a little sweetness. So there's like some kind of I don't know if that's fruit or what. I'm not sure what's happening in here, but it's uh very it's very tasty. It actually leaves a really good aftertaste and makes you want more, which is okay. always what I hope for from right. my beer. So on untapped it says hoppy, juicy hazy bitter and peppery right, I, get, yeah. I, mean, peppery? I guess i get i get the peppery i get all of the rest of that for sure definitely juicy this is a uh it's a mighty juicy beer like this is <clears throat> oof, this is really good i would i would absolutely drink more of this i very much okay. appreciate this one so I'll have um, to i like that they have that yeah and i, I like that they have a holiday ipa box so it's fun to get to go through these and i mean stone they they don't play around when it comes to ipas they've been doing them for so long and they do so many different varieties that run the spectrum so i'm sure that if you look around you can probably find a big box of the stone 12 days of ipa um i think i mean i think we got it at target so it's yeah. out there but uh, yeah, this is this is one I would highly recommend. I probably I, I'm going to take another drink here just to be sure, just just to be sure. Yes, I would highly recommend this, and I I'm probably going to give this. You know, I'm probably going to give this. Uh, I'll say four point seven five stars, which oh. is pretty high on my list. I know. Very nice. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah, well. we got a. Got a little picture. Our, yep. Do our beers. Mm -hmm. Here we go. I'll have to check out yeah. and see if yes. I've done any of the black. What is it? Blackstone or oh. it's just stone. Stone or brewing. Stone. Yes. Yeah. I gotta stop looking at the camera and look at the other camera. Okay. <laughs> there we go. All right. Yes. Yeah, so uh if you are interested in trying any of these beers that we have, you can uh look at our untapped list. It's the heavy conversation beer list, and it has basically everything that we have enjoyed over the mm -hmm. many years that we've uh, run the award-winning heavy conversation podcast yes 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 yeah so uh yeah this is uh oh man that's good that is who knew who knew i guess stone man. knew because they made the beer mm -hmm. and something about so, the weird naming location thing that we'll have to look yeah more. yeah so i am a big fan of that one for sure uh yes so i mean there are some other tv shows i don't know if you have more shows that's on all list, i did but yeah i'm just gonna then then i'll just do kind of a speed run through a few of these because i know we okay. need to move to the next category um uh, some of the other things that i really liked <laughs> what we do in the shadows i really mm. dug that um with uh my man harvey Gian uh killing it again this year and yep. uh I mean, everybody in that show is just, they're on it, you know, and it's so good. And they 
have just, if I recall, they just finished recording, like filming their next season. So what are they on? We're gonna get a little more. Four or five now? What is it? Yeah, five. I think. I can't yeah. even keep track. Yeah. So very excited to see that. It's fun. It is. A, it's always a fun show. So uh, highly recommend uh, Russian Doll, uh, which is on oh. Netflix. Yes. Yeah, that was um, good. Season two of Russian Doll uh, came out this year, which I was like, did it come out this year? You know, so hard. Well, yeah, to there was another one of remember. those long breaks. Yeah. Between yeah. And so seasons. it stars uh, right stars Natasha Leone and uh, uh, it's basically she she dies and relives her 36th birthday <laughs> like party. A, a weird kind of like, day. <laughs> totally. Totally. And so, uh, yeah, it's um, it is but really in interesting. The, the second this... season, she like finds someone else that's doing the same thing. That dies. Yeah, this e- this season was a, was a little different and I actually really enjoyed it because it kind of had like a, oh man, it was, I mean, it felt like a, like a punk rock vibe. Like it was, it felt like it was, it was shot differently. The music was, was phenomenal. And it just like, I don't even know. Uh, I don't know. It just had this really different feel. It was, uh, it felt a bit, a bit darker. Um, well, you know, heavier, I guess. Um, there was kind of some like multiverse stuff. I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much about it because <laughs> yeah, it was very it different than the first season. I do remember. Yes, that. very different from the first season, but equally good and uh, well worth checking out. I just love the way it was shot. That mm-hmm. and the music just brought it all together. Um, let's see, Reservation Dogs. So oh, yeah, I feel good. like I brought that up um maybe earlier in the year uh that i honestly i thought i thought it was a i I thought that it was a reality show like i was very ill-informed on what it was and then i saw that it wasn't and started watching and i like binged the entire thing in like i don't know two or three days i mean ridiculous you know writing things at night or working or whatever and i'd have it on and i'd watch and it was just man it was good it's basically it's about, uh, I'll just read what it says here, following the exploit, exploits of four indigenous teenagers in rural Oklahoma who steal, rob, and save in order to get to the exotic, mysterious, and faraway land of California. <laughs> so, yeah, it's basically these kids who are, you know, they're trying to uh, uh, get out of Oklahoma, get to California, and, uh, you know, they they think that it's, you know, it's like it is when you're when you're young and you know you, yep. the grass is greener basically so um you know they gotta save enough money outmaneuver the meth heads of the junkyard survive turf wars i mean there's all this stuff uh taika watiti was one of the writers also you know what we do in the shadows uh so you know it's um also one of the creators apparently so i mean it's it's really solid it was a great show the actors in the show man they're good i mean everybody across the board it was one of the uh one of the shows that i was uh surprised by you know another one of those kind of like the bear where i just didn't expect that it was yeah. gonna be something i would enjoy and uh it's phenomenal i i would say of the shows that that i've talked about so far i would definitely say watch the bear watch reservation dogs um probably catch up on andor if you like that kind of thing 
Um, uh, three other shows I'll just hit really quick. Uh, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. I don't care what the haters say. I loved that. And when I look at uh, Game of Thrones compared to Rings of Power, it just felt like Game of Thrones kind of just like, I don't know. I It was not... It was not what I wanted. I don't. I don't know. I mm-hmm. liked all mm-hmm. the. I like the actors. I like the characters. I just. I don't know. For me, I just maybe I'm just burnt out on on that kind of thing. Yeah. On that world and all. I'm kind of thinking that same. I'm like, I think I'm just overdone it on that genre because, like, I was watching them both at the same time, and then I sort of got the worlds mixed up a little bit. <laughs> right. It felt like they were kind of happening in the same time and place, and I was like, yes. I think I'm just over it. I don't know. Yeah, the Rings of Power was just like this high fantasy, really purely, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it was just, it was so different from, you know, Game of Thrones. And like I said before in past episodes, I will still be watching Game of Thrones for sure. But Rings of Power just did it for me this this year. So there we go. What can I say? Um. Somebody somewhere, also on HBO, uh, that is, um, uh, man, it's. Uh, I guess what I would say about about this show is that it. Uh, there are a lot of shows that are about the Midwest, and they don't always do a very good job of portraying Midwestern life. And this show really got it. It felt like it was you know exactly what it needed to be uh comedian and oh, singer I did watch that uh, one. bridget everett mm-hmm. uh is she stars and executive produces the show um she's in a small town in kansas and uh <laughs> struggling to fit in like finding her place where she fits in uh she lost someone very close to her um it's kind of learning to learning about herself and how she fits in with these other people who also don't fit into, um, you know, the status quo that is uh, oftentimes uh, really there and really strong, especially in small towns. And, you know, as as somebody from the Midwest, definitely <clears throat> feel that. And as somebody yeah. from a small town in the Midwest, mm-hmm. definitely feel that. Mm-hmm. Uh Bridget Everett's phenomenal. Uh, Jeff Hiller, who plays Joel, uh, also just great. Yeah. Murray Hill, wonderful. So everybody is good. I mean, everybody. the The parents, they're great. Um, yeah, it's it is a it's a good one. You know, it's an HBO show, so definitely check it out. All the episodes are out. I believe there are seven. It looks like so. You know, check those out. Uh, also, with uh, the Rings of Power, that was Amazon prime mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. check that out last uh two that i have on the list i'll just say stranger things i thought that was fun i was able to watch okay. it with my with my oldest kid and uh and he loved it and it's always fun to get to watch with kids who don't know um you know kind of the formula of shows oh, so he yeah. doesn't really yeah. he didn't really know what was going to happen even if i could see it coming mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you know that that helped it made it a lot of fun and it's kind of <laughs> the first show where we're really kind of at that you know it's a show that i would watch on my own that i yep, have watched yep. on my own but getting to watch it with him was fun nice um very last one is peacemaker on uh hbo the the okay. dc show with john cena another one of those shows oh, that yeah, just yeah. um james gunn uh did that one and now he's taking over dc so uh 
I think we're going to get some good stuff out of DC in the future, but uh, Peacemaker was great. John Cena was phenomenal, uh, unexpected, but great. And that's all I got for TV. Awesome. I mean, that's that's a, quite a <laughs> list. Again, this is the go. things that we enjoyed, that we liked. Mm-hmm. All this stuff yes. on our list. There are many things that we haven't seen that oh. uh, we probably would add to the list. But, you know, who's got time for all that? I mean, you can Not always tell today. us, you know, hit us up. <laughs> yeah, hit us up on social. Tell us what you've liked, what we've missed that uh, we yep, need to see. Yep. We're, we're all about that. Add to our so, list. What's your top TV shows? Please. Yes. Tell us. Where do you want to go uh, now? We should probably hit movies because for me, I've got okay. one movie. Okay. So, oh, you well, know, like I said, the one movie. My one movie is Nope. Jordan Peele's, <laughs> nope. Jordan Peele's film. That's Which how I, I feel about, about like, all scary movies. I'm just like, nope. <laughs> You're like, nope. Yeah. I'm so like, this I'm one, not going to watch was... nope because I already know nope. <laughs> I would say that I would say that especially I don't love scary movies myself. So um, <laughs> this was more suspenseful mm-hmm. um, and funny. Um, there's a really interesting family dynamic that's really good there. Uh, you know, father, brother, and sister um it's a fun movie and it is jordan peele makes movies that need to be seen in the theater and we don't get a lot of that these days you know we get marvel movies we get the superhero movies that you're gonna you know that of course need to be seen in in theaters and um uh nope really i feel like is one of those i'm glad that i saw it at the theater and it was great it was it was a lot of fun Um, it has something to do with like aliens or something that's what i got from the trailer yes sort of something coming out of the sky and it was like cowboys or they were on a ranch or something they're on a ranch yeah i'm just making sure i got the right movie in my head (laughs) yeah and so the 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 family that owns the ranch they're a uh, they uh are basically horse trainers horse handlers for movies film and tv okay they're on a ranch that's outside of la and uh, that that kind of plays into uh, a part of the of the film uh, there's some, I mean, there are some great performances in the whole thing, and um, they can't talk too much about what it's about because uh-huh, that gives uh-huh. away a lot of a lot of stuff. So, okay. um, if you've liked any of Jordan Peele's other uh, films, I, I think you'll dig this one. It is definitely, it is like I said, it's more mm. suspenseful than scary, and I think it it, uh, you know, I, I'm not I'm not big on going to see like straight up horror films. My wife is, so sometimes I'll go because she wants to see something, but that's not what I'm that's not what I'm about. So nope was it really had me <laughs> hooked from the beginning. So that well, so that I'm gonna is... read the little the, the little whatever description. It says a man and his sister discover something sinister in the skies above their California horse ranch. While the owner of a nearby theme park tries to profit from the mysterious otherworldly phenomenon. There we go. Okay. There we go. I was like, I yeah. knew it was something. I just figured it was a UFO or aliens or something, but it was something in the sky. I knew that. And I was yep. like, mm, nope. <laughs> the The way that he handles that was uh, was really interesting. And yeah, I. the less I say about it and the more All that right. you get to see when you watch it, it's better. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Say uh, you should definitely watch it. And <laughs> I can't wait for whatever else Jordan nice. Peele does. 
absolutely. So one of the few movies I saw in theater was Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And I am so glad that I saw it in theater because there's so much to uh, process and see and go through in that movie. Um, I felt like I I felt every emotion that I could have all like in a wow. whatever two hour movie, like you're laughing and you're, you're like, what the hell's going on? And like a little, there's like a little maybe scary thing and you're crying. And, and I'm like, wow, that was a lot going on in that movie. Um, and there's just so many little, you got to pay attention because there's so many little things going on. Yeah, it it was great. It it was probably one of the best movies I've ever seen because it would just wow. It really there's just yeah, there was I saw it twice in the theater. And I don't normally do that because I was just like, I feel like I missed stuff because there was just a lot going on and like the little there was yeah. I don't know if you haven't seen it, I definitely would recommend it's just like a weird um like alternate reality of a person and like how their how their life could have been different in these alternate worlds or whatever but they're just like little snippets of like what could have happened or what you know if you ever like so yeah it's so crazy because like you know your your description of it what i've what i've heard of it i haven't seen it but what i've heard of it definitely uh you know, it fits like this, this kind of drama mold. And there's things that you would not expect from uh, the type of film that if I'm going to read, I'll read this uh, description here. Okay. okay. Uh, if you read this description, I, I feel like it doesn't say enough to make people who would like go see this. Uh, let me just read. I'll read this. Okay. okay. All right. When, when an interdimensional rupture unravels reality, an unlikely hero must channel her newfound powers to fight bizarre and bewildering dangers <laughs> from the multiverse as the fate of the world hangs in the balance. So that sounds what? like a Marvel movie or something. Yeah, I'm like, but, what? No. Right. I mean, but yes, apparently, but <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, exactly. Yes, uh, yes, and yes, I mean, and <laughs> right, right. Yes, that's my like favorite thing. Yes, and. Yeah, but so I felt so like much. I mean I didn't I didn't think it was like this the fate of the world she you know like yes she, she was fighting people but it, it felt like more like she was fighting for herself and like fighting like working through her inner demons or whatever that's how it felt to me and maybe that's just my okay. perspective on it and how I felt when I was watching the movie like she was unhappy with her actual reality and then something happened and she got to see how her life could have been in these other, you know, other dimensions. Okay. And then right. she's like fighting through all this stuff. And then, she, you know, she's like, oh, I'm actually quite happy where I am, you know, whatever. I don't know. I just, and Jamie okay. Lee Curtis was in it. And I felt like for some reason I was the only person that recognized her because she, <laughs> it, it was in quite yeah. the body modification oh, stuff, wow. but okay. I definitely was like, that's Jamie Lee Curtis. What is going on oh, right now? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to hot dog fingers. That that's that world was very <laughs> funny. Everyone had like these long look like hot dog fingers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Well, and there was I, even I, a, a special butt plug was involved in the whole scene too. You'll have to, <laughs> you'll have to watch it. There was something. Yeah. The butt plug was very important in one of the, one of the, uh, 
universes or whatever. What was it? Oh, Interdimensional, whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. Oh. Well, I'm I'm down. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to see it for yeah. sure. So it's it's I'm so sure it's funny. Yeah. Well, maybe it probably it, is. Well, it looks like it's showing Paramount Plus, Showtime, and Hulu. But okay, uh, maybe I, I'm not. I'm not sure if that. Oh, Paramount Plus. Let's see. Hey, it is. All right. There you go. Yeah. It's, oh, so, yeah. It looks like it's available on all the. Nice. Probably to pay, to pay for it right now. Yeah. Excuse well, good. Me. That's. I will definitely add that to my list then. Yeah, and it had one of my favorite actors, Michelle. She is amazing. Like she's been doing so much work, but I think yeah. she's like. Uh, what did she get new york times something she oh man she did yeah was it icon yeah. or person of the year or something like that i don't remember sorry i apologize yeah, but yeah let's see she i know i'm trying to find the she was also in a, in a in a netflix movie that i watched the school for good and evil which i thought was good so that's oh. going to be another one on my list i always think it's weird because it's like it's a netflix movie but it is a big movie so it was kind of a fairy tale, you know, the 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 all the old fairy tales, all the evil oh, characters awesome. go to one school and all the like good people go to this other school and there's a battle cuz people <laughs> get they think they get placed in the wrong school but it turns out that <laughs> they were put in the right school. So yeah. Nice. Like one of those fairy tale kind of right. superhero movies or, or not superhero but uh fantasy sort of movies. Right, she was, right. She was one of the teachers in that. So, speaking of superhero movies, I did see, I did see, you know, obviously all the the Marvel stuff that came out, um, <laughs> and I, you know, I liked Doctor Strange a lot. That was it was oh, fun. Yeah. Um, it was scary, and I think they, you know, they had jump scares that made it fun and interesting. Um, I recently saw Wakanda Forever, which um, okay. I think they did such a good job. Um, of uh, it's it's basically a movie about grief and about dealing with loss mm -hmm. and they put it into a superhero film and it really deals with the the loss of of chadwick boseman who yeah you know passed away unexpectedly um and how they move forward with that and i think they did a good job with that with really um kind of taking you know how that feels and how you how you move forward and how it kind of can you know decimate the the people who are left behind and how mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. how they figure out how to move forward and i thought that was really interesting for a marvel movie um i really appreciated that i think it was it was um i'm glad they didn't just kind of you know okay he's not here let's move on to the next yeah and you know which in the past i think films would have done that but i also feel like the first black panther movie was um it was it was great and it was really something that we just hadn't seen before and this movie the second one will kind of forever really does um it's not it doesn't have that same kind of swagger because it's not okay. that kind of movie but it's great um you know the guy who plays namor is phenomenal as well mm -hmm. i mean the the fact that they that they changed that so it wasn't so much like aquaman because 
you know, Marvel and DC, they're all pulling characters from each other, making <laughs> copies of whatever they did that for mm-hmm, years and mm-hmm. years. So, so they made this a little different and I mean, it was great. I, I really, I really enjoyed it. I think uh, there were a couple of characters that showed up that, um, or there was a whole storyline that I was kind of like, well, I could have done without that. I mean, I, I get it. They have to throw in the Marvel is, you know, it's an interconnected universe. And uh, okay, when you yeah. watch this show or this movie, you're going to see this person again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was fine. It was fine. But I, uh, overall, I really liked how they handled everything. And I really liked, um, I really liked how they ended it and how they move things forward. You know, Good. it's only been out for, I think around a month. So I, I don't want to, Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I haven't spoil. been able to see it yet. So yeah, I don't want to spoil everything. But I would say that I am, I'm happy with how they really paid tribute to Chadwick Boseman and what they are doing with that. I guess franchise that kind of, you know, Black Panther as as a character to itself. What they're doing yeah. moving forward, I I think that was pretty cool so nice. yeah um so we've got a couple other things here um i do, should we do big and tall style or should we go into music um you can let's do style stuff i, I want to yeah okay all right so so there's a lot that we could do here. We wanted to look at some of the best, you know, as far as like big and tall industry style kind of stuff. And I think what I ended up doing was, um, you know, you and I, Jody, we talked about this a little before the show that um, we could probably talk about people who have done some great things this year, but that almost feels like it needs to be an episode to itself. Right, right. Or, you know, something in the future, because I mean, you guys, if you've been listening this whole time it's this is a long one so um we're talking at least what i did here was threw together um some brands that have done some cool things with big and tall this year that um that i think are worthy of uh talking about and i am sure that i missed some things and there will be something that's a little more comprehensive at chubster.com that talks about the best big and tall you know bust through all of that but um got a few things here um that that i think are good is there jody do you want to start is there anything no go ahead got i mean that... yeah no go ahead you start and sure, sure. i'm sure okay yeah so um brands that that i that i'm that i've really dug this year um girlfriend collective which is one that i talked about earlier this year girlfriend collective uh they uh they have a men's uh kind of gender neutral uh uh, line or collection that uh, that is really uh, that's really solid and you can uh, see you can see all of it at uh, girlfriend.com or you can go to chubster and check out you know everything that we wrote about girlfriend there um, they have done a really good job of uh, uh, offering these men's and relaxed styles and so it's kind of like it's active wear that's um, that's a little more modern, a little more stylish, has a real uh, focus that is not, you know, you're not like getting big logos all over everything. Um, colorful, interesting colors as well. A lot of earthy tones that you don't normally see mm-hmm, in a lot mm-hmm. of this stuff. And uh, their sizes go to 6X. And 
I love the fit of the stuff. I love the construction. The other cool thing is that a lot of their products, if not all of them, are made from recycled materials, uh, like water bottles. You so you can get a, yep, a jacket yep. <laughs> that's made from water bottles. You know, you yep, can get yep. shorts. I love their shorts. Love their shorts. The uh, the pace short, I think, is the what is, is the one that I that I really dug. Um, you know, there, I also found, I got a few different sizes of their products and I found that, uh, their, their bigger stuff was actually, it was oversized. So sizing, they put some real thought into when they, uh, constructed the stuff for bigger bodies. So I really dig what they've done there. And, uh, yeah, you should definitely, uh, uh, check out the article at Chubster. If you just go to Chubster and search girlfriend, you'll find it. <laughs> and uh, you can kind of see what we loved about it and uh, learn more about fit and all that and why you should buy it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Let's see here. Uh, next on my list, um, I mentioned them a little bit uh, last episode, but I'm bringing it back because um, I have really been uh, enjoying clothes from Flag and Anthem. Okay. which is a company that uh, uh, they've been around for a little bit for a few years now. And they, um, they do kind of like some of the like classic wardrobe essentials, basically in the article that I wrote for Chubster it talks about uh, it's a brand offering a modern take on classic wardrobe essentials that every big guy needs for his closet. Um, they recently launched big and tall. And so they've got, shirts they've got some jeans uh they go to 4x and 4xlt so they've got big and they've got tall and they go to a 50 waist um they you know they've got a lot of button downs they've got uh hoodies they've got some boots and i'm telling you these boots i've been wearing these boots everywhere and i love them like <laughs> the the thing that i did not expect to just be like this is amazing is the boots and mm -hmm. it is you know oh, i love good. all the stuff but yeah but the boots are are really really cool and they uh, uh they zip up the side uh they fit pretty well on uh uh you know for a guy who's got some pretty big calves so that's uh so that's pretty nice um they their whole mission was to make clothing that fits you well and isn't like overly expensive it's not going to break the bank so um the founders came from other uh, bigger clothing companies and they've got a lot of experience doing this. And so they took like these classic vintage kind of things when they uh, kind of reconstructed them and made modern fits and really put something together. That's uh, that's, you know, pretty interesting. And if you look at Chubster, you can see photos of uh, me wearing some of the stuff and it is uh, it does have kind of that classic feel. And I, felt really good about it because well for one through the pandemic i mean all i was wearing was active wear basically it was yeah. not there was no need to dress up so getting this <laughs> stuff back on felt good um actually putting a little thought into what i was wearing was was nice um they've got a coat that i really love uh so you know there are a lot of things their shirts are really good um they sent me about a year ago a hoodie that i've worn like non-stop it has been my go-to uh hoodie for a good year now nice. and you know definitely recommend checking out what they've done because i i think that um they 
you know, we talk about this all the time that when brands expand their sizing, they're not always thinking about how it's actually going to fit on a bigger body. And mm. they've made things that will accommodate bigger bodies and, and fit you well. And so uh, I've got a couple of their Henleys as well. You know, I shot some photos. We've got some things with me wearing the stuff on the site so you can see how it fits. You can see those glorious boots as well. So all right. um, check it all out get a feel for what they've got uh we have an exclusive uh discount for chubster uh readers that's in there so uh check that Ooh. out and uh yeah you'll you'll be good to go nice um i have yeah. a i have the um it's kind of weird because it's bonobos their fielder line but it's through walmart because they have yes. a little bit bigger sizes um <clears throat> it's it's sort of uh i guess casual possibly active wear i'm not sure exactly what category more active wear kind of stuff but they have like some really fun colors in a lot of their things and they're like very reasonably priced which is very nice um i think they only go up to like a 3xl that's one bad part but um they do have at least a few um fun bigger sized like uh jackets and hoodies and t-shirts and polos and shorts yes. and, you know the whole spectrum of things um you know they're just like fun, fun designs yeah it's funny that you mention it because i am wearing a fielder hoodie right oh. now oh, oh yes yeah. yes so <laughs> yeah they they call it street leisure okay i know i was like it's, it's sort of yeah. active wear but yeah okay i get it streetwear street leisure yeah and they have a fun like it almost looks kind of like a holiday sweater but it's like a sweatshirt with like weird eyes on it and when you first look at it it looked like kind of a holiday sweater from a distance the green eyes multi-print yep. which i was like that's kind of fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah they've and got it's only 25 dollars for a crew neck sweatshirt that's a that, that's a good price yes I'm like that is the other thing. Twenty five dollars. Uh, thank you very much. Yes, please. For for real, they uh, they <clears throat> really thought, they really thought about the price point and they really made uh, clothes that are they're they're comfortable. They have style. Uh, they 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 look good and the the stuff fits well. They also uh, collaborate with different uh, artists for each collection that they put out. So each seasonal collection, they're doing some kind of collaboration with. Uh, a different a different artist so you okay. can check some of that stuff out and see uh i've found all their stuff to be pretty stretchy uh there there were a few things that don't have stretch but uh the things that do they really accommodate you well they look good and uh, uh i love the bright stuff that they do they don't mm -hmm. they don't uh, shy away from colorful options so uh you know there's a ooh, there's the thing that i normally dislike the most which is a uh a contrast polo they have uh <laughs> with a with an interesting print and a bunch of different colors mm -hmm. uh, the dark blue has like all these little like dots across it and like almost i'm guessing like an off-white kind of thing maybe and okay. uh I, i'd give that a try i'd give that a try uh, 2023 i'm going to try some some polos i'm going to try to find some with prints and see if i can if if i can stand it best of luck my friend best of luck thank you thank you so <laughs> yes uh bonobos fielder at walmart for the biggest sizes yeah so and i mean you can't go wrong 15 bucks for a shirt 
you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 18 for a sweatshirt looks like 30 bucks for some of these joggers. I mean, they're, it's not expensive to give it a try. Yeah, it's, yeah exactly. Going. You can try it out. It's not yeah. going to break the bank. Right, right. Let's see. Uh, so Fabletics, since we're on kind of active wear and workout stuff, uh, Fabletics launched big and tall this year, and uh, they have done a good job of uh, putting out things that actually fit pretty well. I mm-hmm. uh, put it to the test uh, at the end of the summer, and uh, they have sizes to 4X. They do T-shirts, shorts, polos. They also have added some other things since I did the review. So they've got uh, some different sweatshirts. They've got uh, different tops and bottoms that uh, have a lot more style. And uh, the they're showing the big and tall stuff on bigger models, which is awesome because we never get that. Yeah, so it definitely helps. I yeah, I uh, I really like the. Uh, the let's see what is it? the 24 7 t is really good uh it's a stretchy t-shirt and i have i have it in black but i also have it in gray and i generally don't wear like the light gray kind of stuff because you know you get sweaty you got lines all that but i love this shirt and i don't get that with this shirt so i recommend that um the so i got i got the 3x and 4x no no i got 2x and 3x so that i could figure out what fit best you know and i kind of went through and i tried and i found there's a real difference between the two which you don't always get when okay. you all right you know when you order uh you know the different sizes from the same brand the and the 3x was was big on me uh, and I still like, I've got a pair of their shorts that are some running shorts that I'll kind of wear around the house or whatever. They're a little, they're three acts and they're a little looser. And one thing that they've done right is that the, uh, uh, the, the strings to tighten them are the longest strings. Oh, yeah. Like there's no way <laughs> you're going to lose. Yeah. There's no <laughs> way you're going to lose these things. You could probably tie them into suspenders. They're, the, <laughs> they're long. They're I mean, that's long. a, that's so, a look. That's definitely, it, a look. it is. Maybe I'll try that and put up a photo. That could be good. There we go. So I, uh, yeah, I really like their stuff. It's, it, it stretches, but it has modern, a modern fit and modern look, you know, they've got hoodies, they've got some fun colors. Um, you know, there's this, uh, this hoodie that's like tan, it's got green arms and kind of a purple hood that, uh, uh, looks, it looks really cool and it would be fun to wear. Um, they have a whole subscription thing that you can do where, you know, you sign up and you'll get, there's kind of a monthly fee and you can get some different things, but you don't have to do that. Uh, you can test it out, try it, cancel, whatever you want. They have men's and women's. Um, the, if you look at the article on Chubster for Fabletics, you'll see uh, pictures of both. And so you can get kind of a feel for uh what's there and I, i'm looking now and there's a picture of me in the the gray the gray t-shirt so check it out i i really like what they've done and i think that uh, fabletics feels like one of those brands that if people are buying the extended sizes they will continue to extend their sizes past the 4x right, so right, yeah. yeah so that could be absolutely. good absolutely nice um right. I, I don't have any other ones off the top of my head i my best sure. list is short apparently this year. Well, I can throw out uh, just shout outs to these last two. Uh, okay. LL Bean expanded their sizes and their offerings. So uh, they've got more uh, more stuff for 
bigger folks who have been uh, looking for what they have to offer. And so uh, definitely worth checking them out. You know, if you're a fan of L.L. Bean, then, uh, you know, you'll definitely find something there that uh, uh, <laughs> that works for you. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm actually I'm looking here at uh, looking at Chubster to see because I know that I wrote an article. There we go. Hello, being big and tall expands their sizes and styles. So um, again, it's another one where we'd like to see them uh, double their size range, but they go to three X and a 46 waist. Um, you know, it's one of those things where we always want to see more sizing added. But, um, you know, if they take the baby steps um that uh you know that's good so mm -hmm. if people can fit in those sizes are going to buy the stuff or if you reach out to them and say hey i'd love to see something in a 5x or a 6x um you know you can make that change and, and see more of that stuff so absolutely you know if you're if you're down with that then uh ll bean is is worth taking a look at and also uh levi's launched levi's oh. second hand yes and, uh it is a really cool way to get sustainable and vintage stuff um, from Levi's secondhand. And so you can get used big and tall jeans, believe it or not. They actually have that stuff. And, and the jeans started like $28 and they have a variety of sizes and fits and colors, um, different conditions, depending on what you're oh, looking yep. for. Yep. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I looked through and I mean, I found uh, sizes to look like 52 when I went through it all. Um, yep. Vintage 501s, 540s, 545s, 550s, um, you know, prices uh, run the spectrum. I mean, some of the jeans were 128. Um, they uh, had trucker jackets. Um, you really have to kind of check on it regularly because the inventory changes because it is really people bringing back their stuff and yeah. uh you know taking it to uh levi's stores and uh you know doing that whole thing so levi's secondhand you can see uh some of the stuff and read the article at chubster but i i dig what they're doing there and i think that's a that is a fun uh way to get into some things that aren't just brand new mm -hmm. well i guess maybe so, i do have one last one is um bearskin introduced uh swimwear this year that was pretty fun hey <laughs> we had we had some really cool swimwear that we introduced and we're, we're trying to clear out the last bit of it so it's on sale right now so go check it out at bearskin.com and make room for the new stuff <laughs> perfect clear it yes. out we got a big shipment coming trying to clear out the last little stragglers and make room for the new yeah. stuff so go check yeah, out our swim was... and whatever else Whatever else you might want to grab, there's some other stuff on sale right now. It's always something going on, some kind of deal. always something. <laughs> yeah, some. So you guys had some really good prints this year, and obviously the swim and all that. It's uh, it's been a good year. It's been a lot. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, that's that's basically it. I think the last thing as far as big and tall style is that uh, Chubster we launched the Chubster sales and deals section. Uh, so it's basically a lot of uh, brands um, will send Chubster exclusive uh, discounts and coupons and promotions and sales and deals. And so uh, now we have a place for all of those. And you can find that on the website if you go to the Chubster shop. 
you'll see the the deals section. You can go in and take a look. Uh, some of them have, you know, codes that you enter in when you're going to purchase. Uh, some of them don't. There's a bunch of different things, and it runs the spectrum. I mean, it's a little bit of everything. So, um, it is. Uh, it's a pretty cool uh, way to just kind of see what's going on. And you know, we launched it going into the holiday season, but it's going to go it, you know, indefinitely, it's going to continue. We're going to add more things. So yeah, like deals. I said, there's always some kind of deal going on with somebody or something. Right. Yeah. And the cool thing is that uh, the, the sales and deals page also has like pictures of bigger guys in the stuff. So if there are brands that you're yeah, not familiar yeah. with, chances are you're going to see a model wearing the stuff and get kind of a better feel. Um, for you know for what the brand is i think that over time we will probably add some other things in maybe um if there is a uh you know if we've written, written an article about a brand we'll probably have a way for you to click on that to learn more yeah. about them as well but uh yeah check it out it's nice. it's good and it's updated uh daily yeah you're good about if the brand doesn't have it you get photos of yourself in it or somebody so yeah that's always nice Absolutely. Yeah. More brands need to feature bigger models in it. So they don't have it. Definitely try to try to get something. So, yeah. <laughs> so yes. So I, I'm sure that there are big and tall uh, brands or other things that we've missed. And, you know, if we, if, if we have, if I come across anything, you know, I'll bring it to our next episode so we can Oh yeah. See There's always got. something, another new thing coming up, but just right. not an exhaustive list, just a things that stood out to us for the year. Right. Right. Um, it feels like we should go into music. Um, okay. Got a lot of stuff here. Uh, that's what I spend most of my time on. And there are a ton of uh, Chubster weekly playlists that include a lot of different music, including uh, I would say probably all of the, uh songs that i have in this list here so lots of stuff that's where i spend most of my time is with music so <laughs> okay yeah all right. yeah you're the you're the music head that's yes yes i'm the music head and so so at chubster.com you'll see the uh there's a a best of uh playlist there are actually two there's a best of playlist it's a chubster best of playlist and it has uh uh some of the songs that i've liked but also uh, songs that other people have contributed to the list so um you can kind of look at that and listen to it but i also since i have this list that i keep and i update starting the first day of every year i just up i just add songs that i like to it throughout the year i'm also putting that in so there's two playlists that uh you'll be able to take a look at so um yeah check it out Awesome. Um, we'll have do to, you have I'll, any? I was just going to yeah. say I'm going to have to start putting your your playlist into my rotation so I can. I it seems like all of my playlists are like this really like dancey poppy stuff right now because I was listening like to try and keep myself amped up and going right. at work. Now all of the recommended things are all that same stuff, and I'm like, oh, I need to start discovering new things or new music. So I need to add your list or somehow put some of your songs into my rotation here. Absolutely. Uh, you should definitely check it out because I'm looking now. And as far as Chubster playlists go, we have 
75 oh, be, lists. Geez. Yeah. So um, I've been making them for a long, long time. And uh, sometimes we get contributors, you know, people who uh, take it over and make their own list, uh, that kind of thing. Guests who kind of jump in and do that. So uh, it runs a spectrum. I mean, the the music that's on these lists is it's all over the place. So um, sometimes there's themes, sometimes there's not. Sometimes it's new stuff, sometimes it's older stuff. It's just kind of okay. like whatever really kind of grabs me and feels like a good fit. So <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know that's the the fun part, and it is really hard because there's so much good music. And I will also say with this list that. There are some things that you will see on other best of lists, but there are a lot of things that you probably won't. So um, I just kind of, you know, you know how it is with music. If there's something that you like, you <laughs> know, if it grabs you, then there you go. So that's, uh, you know, what, that's what, what I, is what it I under? Tend. Um, So it is. Let's I see. Know, I went to listen and that's just our podcast. Okay. All right. So. Yes, yeah, so uh, it is. Uh, it will be the the post that, uh, or is uh, it not up yet? As it's, of, not, it's not. It's not up okay. yet. Because, <laughs> sorry, yes, sorry, sorry. Yes, I'm like as of looking, the, I'm like, where is it? Right, where is it? Yeah, yeah. It the will day be that up. We record this. It's not here, but when you're listening to this, okay. dear listener, it will be on the sorry, site, everyone. so you will sorry. be able to. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I got all excited. Yes. yes. Yes, we we record before. I know. I, know. I just come out. you said it was up there, so I went to I know. see. I know. I know. <laughs> yep. Yep. So oh, so boy. yes. So lots of lots of songs and lots of music music to choose from. Uh, do you have anything? Any any favorite uh, music? I, you or? know, like I said, it's been all kind of the same dancey remix weird stuff just to keep me amped up at work and keep me going. I don't have anything. Oh. I did. I guess Bjorn did. So I think it was Bjorn. He introduced me into like I don't know if it was Japanese jazz or like uh, oh. something different oh. that he, we were listening to on a road trip to go do a photo shoot, and I was like, oh, I like listening to jazz, and it's like just something different, you know. So that was a genre nice. that I was sort of got into, and I like I literally can't tell you any of the artists or anything, but just kind of Google that or search spotify or whatever whatever sort of yeah check it out i love it um well i'll just hit some of these things on my list i've got a lot of stuff and i tried to narrow it down so the things that i talk about on this list are not at all number one they're not all encompassing number two there's lots of other stuff out there that uh that that people love that are not you know that maybe i don't or didn't add to this so um uh, you know, like the Beyonce album, everybody loves it. It's at number one on so many places. Um, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. Was it my favorite of the year? No, but that's, you know, just my my personal preference. But I did, I, I did like that. So mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. what I will start with here is um, an artist uh, called Nilifer Yanya, who did a song called Midnight Sun. Now, I'm not going to talk as much about albums because I would have done that in the past, but you know, and the now in 2022, it's like, we're listening to songs a lot more. People yep. aren't listening to albums all the way through. I'll still mention some of those, but this, uh, this artist did a, a song called midnight sun and it's phenomenal. The, just the, the drum track itself 
just that part. I could just listen to that over and over and over. The album, <laughs> the album is called Painless. Um, her voice is really kind of like ethereal, but it's it, it's powerful, and the songs really build up in an interesting way. Um, she pulls together a lot of different sounds that you wouldn't necessarily expect. There are a lot of different kind of breaks in these songs that. Um, come together and they make something that's really cohesive and really interesting and just like catchy in a way that you wouldn't expect and i okay. i find myself going back to this song um over and over because it's it's wonderful it's so okay. good so miller for yanya midnight sun uh check that out uh there is a band called the mysterines which does kind of this like power punk kind of stuff and uh there's a, a song called hung up that they do that i just love that uh it's actually uh it's really catchy it's short and sweet and uh it is also one that my daughter loves so she sings it we've got out out here in the garage we've got a microphone i got my guitar so i'll bring out yep, the guitar yep. and play it you know and she'll sing it and it's there's just a lot of fun it's a really good the whole album's good but that song in particular is really solid um you know short and sweet good to go let's see um there's a band that a lot of people know has been around for a long time called spoon and their song the hardest cut is off their latest album and they're they're consistent that's a band that just like they put out so much good stuff over the years and they always do so well and it, it's i'm i'm amazed that it's not on best lists at least any of the best lists that I saw, but okay. the hardest cut is the song that just, it, it'll get stuck in your head and it's a good song. You can go back to, you don't really get tired of it. At least I don't, you know, I, and I, it's pretty rare that I find songs that I can play over and over and over, but this is one of them that I just <laughs> really, I really enjoy. So spoon, you really can't go wrong with any of their output, but check that out. Let's see here. Uh, these are in no order. I've just kind of, you know, it's so hard to be like, and number one, the best album of the year. That's yeah. again why, you yeah, know, yeah. we're not uh, reviewers. We're not critics. So uh, uh, I really like The Weeknd's new album. Uh, and it's mm -hmm, a little kind of mm -hmm. outside of my wheelhouse for the kinds of things I normally listen to, but it's a fun album. It's called uh, Dawn FM. The song I really like is Gasoline. Uh, I don't know if it's a single or not. I I don't I don't remember and I don't listen to the radio so I don't know but uh it's fun you know the weekend I don't think I really need to explain yeah 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 uh, much of his sound since he's so very big and well known uh mm -hmm. I will say that if you didn't know if you haven't listened to the album Jim Carrey shows up on the album which sounds Oops. like it would be weird but actually is not for the concept that they're doing so uh check that out uh, let's see. Um, so I guess last, was it last year, the Foo Fighters made a movie called Studio 666. And it was like a horror film, basically, you know, kind of a, uh, their, their take on a horror film. And okay. uh, it's about uh, the band recording an album that brings about Armageddon. Basically, <laughs> it's something along those lines. And they did this whole thing where Dave Grohl gets possessed and does, and you know, whatever. Well, they actually made an album. Uh, okay. Or, uh, you know, based on what they were doing in the movie and it was called dream widow. And oh. uh, 
it's a it's a metal album and the thing that really stands out to me most is that uh um it's pretty easy to look at foo fighters and see that they do a very specific type of of rock but then when you hear this uh it shows so much versatility hmm. that dave Grohl can basically do anything and wow. uh, the late taylor hawkins uh you know also in the movie and I, i'm pretty sure the whole band was on the album so um my favorite song off of that is cold it's one that i listen to on a regular basis does not sound anything like foo fighters i actually wasn't <laughs> sure that uh, that it was dave Grohl on vocals so uh, i do like myself some metal and uh that's uh it's a good one it's a it's catchy and it's hard and it's everything that i kind of want out of that stuff Nice. So, uh, my next pick is, um, an artist that, so one of my favorite bands ever of all time is TV on the radio. And, uh, they're kind of an indie band that's, uh, they're out of Brooklyn. They haven't done any, any new albums in a long time. Um, I love them. I wish they would do new albums. I probably Google once a month or so to see if there's anything new coming from them. And there's not. But you gotta uh, send them a love letter and tell them yes. you want new music. So exactly. Uh, hopefully that would work. So a spiritual successor to TV on the radio is a gentleman named Bartiz Strange. And uh, he's done a few albums and uh, his latest is called Farm to Table. And it has a song that's great. It's called Heavy Heart. He has a lot of good songs on this album, but that's one that's like the most accessible i feel like if there's okay. a song that's going to introduce you uh to this guy it's that one and uh you know some of it reminds me of peak tv on the radio a little bit of frank ocean uh, a little bit of the national uh there's even some death cab for cutie in there and i i put even a little bit of death grips it's he's all over the place and it's really undefinable like he does he jumps between genres and it makes it so interesting that you know if heavy heart the straightforward kind of uh soul bearing rock song isn't your thing then there are other songs on on the album that sound totally different that can really like you know fill this this void that you didn't know was there so okay uh, definitely recommend checking uh, checking out uh farm to table and you need to see some pictures of the guy because he's he's pretty stylish. He's got a mm-hmm. he's got his own kind of kind of style, and I I really dig it. So uh, yes, that's uh, he's become one of my favorites uh, this year as far as artists that, uh, that I'm kind of following. Out. And he's on tour now. And if you have a chance to see him, you should probably see him now before he gets much much bigger and before the tickets cost uh, a lot more. Like he's playing here in Portland at a very <laughs> small place. Uh, for not a lot of money so i'm planning to go because yeah it's gonna be awesome uh let's see here um there's i got a lot of stuff so i'm just gonna name a few of these and kind (laughs) of work my way through i know i really meant to narrow this down but then i couldn't i just couldn't bring myself to do it um sidelines by phoebe bridgers uh she's you know just got this this great like it's kind of like a rallying song. It feels like, you know, if you come out of a dark time in your life and you put this song on, it's like, boom, you can do anything. So I love that. Uh, everybody loved her album from 2020 called Punisher, but Sidelines is great. Um, 
If you're wanting some Phoebe Bridgers holiday goodness, she's got an EP out Ooh. called uh, So Much Wine. And it's got a song that features uh, Fiona Apple and uh, Matt Berninger what? from The National. Yes. Okay. So uh, that's <laughs> glorious. Um, Beth Orton, who is a, uh, a British phenomenon. She's been around Oops. for a long time. And um, her new album called Weather Alive uh, came out this year. And the song Weather Alive is wonderful. I have a special place in my heart for Beth Orton because uh, her album Central Reservation is one of the albums that I've listened to more than any other in my life. And I know that oh, because geez. I've been tracking the music that I listen to through uh, an app called Last FM since 2005. And so it oh, shows Jesus. me. Yes, I know. I know. It's much like the beer app. There's the music app. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oops. So it's her that album has so many good songs and it's one of those that i would put on when i was going to sleep i just turn it on have my headphones on and pass out you know and it was just so good uh i'm not saying that you should only listen to it when you go to sleep but i was like she will help me sleep what she definitely helped me sleep in the best way possible so okay uh yeah i mean it's just so so good it's just like i the note i wrote for this is evokes memories wistfulness darkness and sadness that blankets you in such a good way so oh. it's, yeah um it's it's great the new album is is really good it's up there with their best work for sure um so definitely worth checking out um then the other side of the token so totally totally different uh there's a band called viagra boys that I love <laughs> and they have an album out this year uh called cave world and the best song on that album is called ain't no thief uh this band is they're Sounds ridiculous good. i love them so much they're a there aren't a lot of rock bands especially in 2022 that have like swagger and groove and just really stand out in you know, in in a really compelling way, like you want to see what these guys are going to do, and you believe that they are the people behind their songs, that they're like that they're crazy, they're out there just tearing it up, and I and I love that. And so, their songs are fun, they're punky. Um, they uh, also have figured out a way to bring in. They're talking about a lot of things that are going on in in today's world, but you wouldn't necessarily know it you might not even notice just because the songs don't feel like that. So they're talking about mental health and gun violence and okay. the anti-vax people and, you know, all these things that you just wouldn't know about, but the song ain't no thief is it's, it's basically about this. The main, the, the main character, the, the singer is, is uh, he had, he's basically stolen someone's coat and, uh, uh, this coat has all these things in it, like, a, you know, like a, a lighter that's that commemorates a birthday that happened in, I don't know, 1984 or something. And it says like, you know, Holiday Hotel 1984, you know, something along those lines. And he talks about how um, he didn't steal it. Uh, he happened to be there at the same time and got the same kind of thing. Or uh, he got he got a coat exactly like the one that you had that he got from because he worked at a grocery store and he helped his grandma uh, oh, put her groceries away just like ridiculous it's ridiculous and just the just the way that the song is just like so 
It, it's so powerful and and just funny, and I love these guys. So, I I absolutely recommend this album, and then uh, uh, go back and listen to their old stuff because the it's it is well worth your time. So, okay. uh, Viagra Boys highly recommend. Sounds uh, fun. Let's yes yes let's see here. Um, if you like synthy stuff that is um, catchy but unique that uh, your your friends probably don't know about uh, Tom Veck. I always love his stuff. He's always got at least one song on his albums that just like they do, they do it for me. They're everything great, memorable synth parts. There's lyrics that tell a, a compelling story and he knows how to put together a song. And I just feel like uh, all the time in the world is that song uh his latest album it's called newer symbols came out earlier this year so um there's another song of his from an older album from i think 2016 it's called warning call which i also love he's just got a great voice too so uh check that out a couple other just honorable mentions and quick ones i'll throw in the soft moon is kind of a synthy underrated band uh they have a song called Answers that's on an album called Exister. And if you like early Nine Inch Nails, it kind of has that feel, which I thought was really interesting because it feels okay. different from the kinds of things that they've done in the past. So um, you'll be able to see a more exhaustive list of these on Chubster. So <laughs> uh, I, you know, there there will be more to it and you can kind of go from there and actually listen to some of the songs. So I'll just say... Um, the last one I'll throw in as an honorable mention is uh, the Linda Lindas. They have a song called Growing Up, and it is the best Weezer song in decades. Like, <laughs> okay, it's it's glorious. It's so good. So, uh, yeah, there's a bunch <laughs> of other stuff. I just I I tried to narrow it down. Uh, we're going this long was, here. This today. was narrowed down, folks. Narrowed down. <laughs> I know it's the music is the thing. It's it's the thing that I just. Oh, uh, that's good. That's something uh, you're passionate about. It's very clear, and that's awesome. Yes, yes. So if you've made it this far, thanks for staying with us, and uh, thank thank you to everyone listening, and you, Jody, for yes, indulging me. I need on. a thanks. I, I yes no yes i made it through but i started adding some of them to my uh spotify playlist just to get something different in rotation so awesome yeah yeah so you'll you'll be able to get uh, these playlists uh on both apple music and spotify so um yeah check it out and uh, that's all i got i feel awesome. i feel like that's enough that's a lot so yes that's a, yeah. that's a good list of things that we enjoyed in 22 found yep. some joy in 22 so hopefully you did too yes. and that's all we got for you that's all we got all right. thanks everybody thanks. until next time bye bruce bye bye thanks for listening to heavy conversation be sure to like and subscribe on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts, podcasts.